Yeah, I got yeah. my clap, and I just felt a little rushed. That's all. <laughs> I did. You just I don't. Want, I don't. A little chunkuses. A little white Russian well, with your big turtle jungles. <laughs> I hate this. That's I hate late. all of this. It's now officially past the clap, and therefore it's going in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't leave all of it in. I cut and smoke it. There was one episode where I literally realized when I was editing it, I was like, oh, I talked about Dragon Ball Super Broly before, like, the clap for, like, ten minutes. So I cut that out because I was like, that's too much. Ah, but that's after You like talking. Then now the audience gets to sit here and wonder, what episode is it? Because I'm going to leave this part in where I talk about what I cut. Oh, you're okay, going to leave the cool. part in about Big Chunga's turtle. Gotcha, gotcha. Zach, lead us in. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 35th episode of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. Uh, it's me. And Thomas. And it's me. <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about episodes 96, 97, and 98 of Dragon Ball. Are you making Ball, fun which... of how I said it's me? I, w- I just wanted to be a part of the bit. I thought like we were gonna. I was just stretching. I'll be honest. So I just felt I just felt a little attacked in this scenario. But no, continue on. Well, now I I didn't mean to do that. To no, you. yeah, I didn't I feel I you kind of it was kind of I just feel it was kind of a dick move. I'm fine. I just I think I'm gonna be a little quiet the first ba, ba, couple ba, minutes. Ba, ba, think about this. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> but I just want to say we're almost at episode 100. Which is oh, crazy. I thought you were going to say, I just want to say sorry, but no, it's, it's <laughs> no, cool. I no, understand. No, 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 no go no. ahead. You don't become a leader of a podcast without being cutthroat and being unafraid to do what you do. So I can't apologize. Because I'm a leader. I don't know. You're afraid of something that I don't want to mention. I've never felt fear. Mm. And also, you know who else doesn't feel fear? Goku. And on this episode, he's going to show how much fear he doesn't feel. In episode 96, the first one we're talking about today, which is Tales Tale, which when I read this title, my first thought was, oh, Goku's going to win this thing with his tail somehow, which I guess isn't entirely it's inaccurate. Not inaccurate. I thought he was just going to like tail whip Krillin and that was going to be it. But this Let's episode opens. Out. Yeah. This episode opens with Krillin actually landing a pretty big hit straight to Goku's face. And, like, everyone is stunned silent by this. <laughs> Which I thought, <laughs> like, it seems like no one actually expected Krillin to land a significant blow on Goku. Um, well, yeah, you Poir, see the, the, story of the story of Krillin. Yeah. Poir starts, like, whimpering during this moment. Yeah. And then Oolong just calls Poir ugly. Yeah. So Bulma smacks the <laughs> shit out of Oolong. Good Bulma. Then Goku and Krillin. Weird these are my scene. friends. Yeah. Goku and Krillin stare each other down. Uh, but Goku congratulates Krillin for the big hit and his whole ballooning trick from last episode. Which, yeah, they're right back to just all smiles, all love for each other. And, and the crowd, like, is loving the energy that they're giving off. Except for Shen. Who's like, I just want to see them fucking kill each other. 
<laughs> Roshi keeps watching from the sidelines, standing on top of his staff, which is great. And there's just a random dog boy that it cuts to in the audience. And I, I say dog boy because that is, like, it's an anthropomorphic dog boy. But I had the subtitles on. And it says it labels this character as dog boy, which <laughs> I thought was fun. Uh, and he's just like, that's fucking sick. Like, that's it. They just cut to him for him to think, like, holy shit, he's just standing on his staff and just cut away. And we never see this character again. Uh <laughs> Kuroshi is watching in the meantime and he's like man really love their form but Goku is definitely holding back <laughs> which yeah I mean like as we talked about last episode with just the character acting animation that they did here you can kind of tell mm-hmm. it's like he's not not taking it seriously as we said last episode but he definitely isn't all in Goku rushes Krillin charging up a Kamehameha as he approaches. Trillin tries to, like, swing and punch him, but Goku jumps, dodging the attack, and then he turns and he shoots the blast in the opposite direction of Krillin, using, like, the blowback to propel himself straight at Krillin and knock him, like, down, which seems to KO Krillin for a bit. One second. This is fucking sick as hell. Yeah, this is this is I one love... way to start an episode. He just char- he just sprints forward full speed, charging the Kamehameha. Arms just down and still running. He's just saying the voice. Punches Krillin, jumps in the air, fires the Kamehameha into the air just for uh, just as propulsion to slam Krillin's fat fucking head into the pavement and then hits him again, and just and then just stands there menacingly over Krillin's just unconscious body. Right after Roshi's like, "Ugh, Goku's definitely holding back." Yeah. Fuck. It is a tone setter. Also, as much as like the blast to as like propulsion to propel somebody to a hit is a weird move when you think about like why not just hit them with the blast. I fucking love it as a choreography thing every time this series does it because it just seems cool as hell. Yeah, because it is. (laughs) It is so fucking cool every time. Like even. Super has like a moment or two where Goku like uses a Kamehameha for propulsion and it's awesome. Also, quick side note, you should definitely watch this episode if for nothing else than the Krillin getting punched in the face reaction faces. They're really oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be kind of surprised if you've been listening to us for 35 episodes and haven't at least like googled moments from the episodes at this point. Uh, Just to see what we're talking about. But yeah, the announcer starts the 10 count, but Krillin gets back on his feet at 6. And the two are still just all smiles. Like, Goku's like, damn, like, I didn't think you'd be able to keep going after that. And Shen (laughs) is just like, fucking kill each other from the side. I didn't think you'd get back up. Neither did I. Yeah. (laughs) And then Bulma's like, hey, Roshi didn't raise two fucking psychopaths. Well, maybe he should have. Then I'd be having fun. (sighs) (laughs) yeah shen just wants to see blood that's all he needs (laughs) bulma is like two seconds from wasting shen at this point it feels like which we saw her like do her little punch thing like she does with oolong and it did damage shen so she could kill him probably at least theoretically girl and goku go right back into their fight and this is just some classic 
just punches, kicks, twists, turns, but it looks so fucking good. Uh, and something that they avoid that later Dragon Ball can be kind of known for is there's usually a lot of repeat animation when people just start, like, punching really hard at each other mm-hmm. in later, like, Z and whatnot. Uh, and it's fine. It's a cost-saving measure as the show becomes way more focused on the fist fights. Um, but it's so nice seeing just, like, all this original animation with these two just fucking, like, throwing fisticuffs at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just, oh, it just looks so fucking good. Um, the fighting on display is just, like, ugh, it's so fluid. Like, it just looks really fucking fluid, especially for this time period where you know all of this is hand-drawn. Shen continues just disparaging the fight while Bulma just keeps telling him to fuck off (laughs) over on the sidelines. How can they even hear each other from that far away? Bulma has incredible hearing. (laughs) Uh, Krillin launches a counterattack, but Goku just steps out of the way and trips Krillin. And just making him elbows in the back of the neck. Yeah. Just making him land fucking flat on his face. And then he just starts like crawling around the ring on all fours for a second at like hyper speed before like getting back up and being like, let's do this. Come on, Krillin. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hyping himself up. Roshi, though, in, in a moment that I enjoy a lot, Roshi's like, you know, Goku's definitely the stronger of the two of them, but Krillin really deserves like. A most improved player award here hmm. which is true like krillin is putting up a fight against goku not going all out but definitely not like fucking around mm-hmm. and which is great so krillin starts charging up a kamehameha but goku's like that's not gonna work on me <laughs> You, just, you, you can't know, fucking hurt me. You know that wave doesn't work on me. I'm like, Jesus, Goku, okay. Also, like, Cell uses it against Goku and it, it does damage. Like, I think it works on him. I don't think anybody shot Goku with like Kamehameha yet. Not yet, no. Until this moment where Krillin... Yeah, I do love Goku's like, you're just gonna waste energy if you throw this at me. But Krillin shoots it anyway. And Goku just puts up a hand and blocks the attack. And it just sort of explodes when it hits its hand, creating like a dust cloud Yeah, it's right cool. there. Yeah, it's really cool. Because when the dust cloud settles, Krillin is gone. And Krillin like gets around Goku and hits him in the back. Or grabs his tail. Sorry, not hits him in the back. Mm-hmm. Grabs his tail, revealing that that was his plan. Like He was like, I knew that this wasn't going to take you out. But I knew that the flash and the blast would distract you long enough for me to get around and hit your weak point. And sure enough, Goku, like, seems to freeze up and faceplant into the ring. Um, and Bulma is a little pissed at Krillin for using Goku's weakness against him. Yeah. And, yeah, Goku stays down as the 10 count starts. I like Until- that while this is happening, Grillin's like cackling to himself like a madman and like, yes, I won, I won, I won. Meanwhile, the crowd is incredibly silent and has no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. Only person who catches on is Tien because Krillin out loud goes, ha, huh, your yeah. only weakness, Goku, I have uncovered it. Which <laughs> Tien goes, huh, his only weakness. My God, yeah. he's uncovered it. <laughs> Which... God, the, I do, the smoothness I, of everyone's brain in this yeah, scene is right. apparent. I love how excited Krillin is, and he isn't absorbing like 
He's excited, like, yeah, I beat Goku. I don't think he's absorbing, oh, that would mean I'd have to fight Tien. Yeah, one one, <laughs> one like, bridge at a time. Yeah, which Tien has said verbatim that he wants to kill a member of the crane, the, the hermit, turtle hermit school, which I guess he specifically wants to kill Goku for killing Tao, but I don't think Tien would just not don't, kill Krillin if I don't Krillin's think he's his only picky. option. Yeah, I think like he would definitely be like, ah, well... Said I was gonna kill a turtle and just one punch Krillin to fucking death. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so gets to the nine of the ten count. Goku still hasn't gotten up. And then Goku just fucking smiles and like literally flips over Krillin, who's still grabbing his tail, but just his jaws drop now, being like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my trump and, card. It didn't work. Yeah. As Goku then just fucking tail whips him once, knocking him to the ground, and Goku's like, Well, good thing I trained away that weakness, just like my grandpa asked. <laughs> Goku is invincible now. <laughs> Goku this man has no weakness. Strength. Yeah. This cuts to Roshi, and he's like, Oh, I guess Goku, like, listened to something we said. <laughs> what the what do you it, know? Yeah, And it cuts like a montage of Goku in shoes outfit so signifying that this was during the three years that we had all that filler mm-hmm. uh but he just like meets up with a bunch of random monkeys who are like linking up by their tails like, i assume you, you know, this is the monkey from do. the filler when he was yeah. hanging out and saying i assume be, these right? are the same monkeys no it looks went back. like it yeah yeah and then it shows Goku, like, grabbing onto a wall while, like, a huge chain of monkeys are all pulling on his tail as his method of trading it. Which I guess, like, I guess this is canon, I yeah. assume. Like, yeah, no, this, this is, is probably canon. Yeah. I thought so. Wow. What, <laughs> this a, is, what yeah, a great no, way to be like. No, no other Saiyan in the history of Saiyans, I believe, thinks how to make their tail stronger. Yeah, because, like, they use this either trick against Raditz. Deal, it's either they deal with it, or they just rip it off. And there is no in-between. <laughs> I don't think any of them really, like, willingly rip it off. The only one who gets his tail removed is, like, Goku gets his cut off. And Vegeta gets his cut off by, like, Oh, wait, I lied, I lied. They, they, the, the weaker Saiyans are affected by the tail grab. The stronger Saiyans are not affected by the tail grab. Oh, do they use it? Do they try to do that against like Nappa? And I remember, yeah, they go to do. I think Piccolo goes to grab Nappa's tail and worked on Raditz, but he goes to pick Nappa's like, I have trained my tail. <laughs> and uh, Raditz, the moron, apparently didn't. I mean, One, Raditz kind of becomes a thir- the. A third of all Saiyans, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to train my only. Yeah, weakness. fuck this Good shit, Lord. dude. I'm a god. Yeah. Hey, hey. He's a fourth of all Saiyans. Tarble is canon. I don't believe they ever, what's it called, uh, what's it called, touch Vegeta's tail. It gets cut yeah. off before they can try that tactic with it. Yeah, in Yajirobe's biggest contribution to the plot. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Krillin, back to this fight. And Krillin, then the, bluts, the butts waves come into no, play. No, don't you dare bring up Metachlorians. I don't think Blutz waves come into play until GT is when they officially yeah, yeah exactly Blutz that's waves. when the tails become important again. now for the butt S waves, cells on the other hand yeah are very important and very real and are my friend <laughs> I hate everything that y'all are saying but back to this fight Krillin 
is now fully absorbing how fucked he is. <laughs> and yeah, so pretty much. Krillin just is like, all right, um, and he just like looks off into the distance, knowing Goku will look. I love it. And when Goku looks, rushes and punches him in the face. I love this. Goku. There's, yeah. a, there's a moment of Roshi like, ooh, how do you defeat a warrior that has no weakness? Immediately cuts to Krillin pulling the hey you the hey look and Goku falling for it again, like a moron. Yeah, Goku has one weakness, and it's that he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> which which I, encapsulates multiple weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I do I appreciate how this becomes like the turning point of the fight, because it's like Krillin backed into a corner starts fighting kind of dirty because now he's like i still want this w more than anything Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna do what it takes which first was trying to use goku's tail against him and now it was just using goku's fucking stupidity against him (laughs) um goku is legitimately pissed off by this like he's just like i can't believe you would use a dirty trick to which krillin like, now, no smile, just fucking serious face. Krillin's like, I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to win. And this is a huge tone shift in the fight. This goes from, like, two friends pushing each other to see what they can do to a legitimate fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. Even the the crowd notices as these two, like, go back at it. Like, they are just vicious and violent with each other, and the crowd isn't as into it. Uh, <laughs> the crowd's Krillin, not super into it as much. Yeah. But Krillin wants this fucking win. No, I wanted to see and them. I wanted to see he them wants the crap out the of each w. other. But not like this. Yeah, for real. Uh, and after, like, a big punch, Krillin lands, like, a nice, nice big punch on Goku. It seems like maybe he has an opening. Until Goku takes a deep breath and fucking disappears. <laughs> Just vanishes out of sight. Krillin looks around, calling out for Goku's name. But no one in or out of the ring can spot Goku. Not even Roshi or Tien. The latter of whom knows he's never seen anyone disappear this long. But that's when Tien catches just this tiny glimpse of Goku. And then another and then another, like, all in different spots. And that's when he realizes what's going on. Goku is moving so fast that he appears invisible. And, like, this will and become... like during this revelation, you can kind of hear the little jumping, springing noise that they use. The little sound yeah, the effect. F- getting slightly louder and louder as TN catches on to what's happening. Yeah, it's like a... I, I feel like I'm going to do it, and RTX voice is just going to cut it out. Like, thinking it's not my voice, mm-hmm. but the... Like, that kind of noise. I feel like if you've watched Dragon Ball Z, you know this noise very well. Because this... I I started referring to this as vanishing step. Because that's <laughs> a term that the video games use for this kind of like instantaneous, super fast movement. And it feels fitting. You take a super fast step and you vanish. Mm-hmm. This will become a trend for Dragon Ball. This will Ball. become <laughs> important. Yeah. <laughs> I do love seeing the origins of what become a lot of the tropes of Dragon Ball while watching Dragon Ball, like the original. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, this is going to become a thing where everyone's like, oh, he's moving so fast, I can't even see him. Whoa. And it's like, yes, this is much easier to animate. <laughs> Toriyama, you've done it again. Yeah, he's like, you sick, I don't, have to, 
I'll have to do my fucking job for another couple hours. <laughs> I love Toriyama, but if there's one thing that he hates more than anything, it's working at all. <laughs> Krillin Rude. is now finally starting to catch glimpses of Goku, like finally looking close enough he can see it. But he can't keep up with it. Like, as soon as he catches a glimpse of Goku, Goku's already gone from that point. Until Goku stops right in front of him, blowing a raspberry in his face. And then Krillin just goes fucking flying. <laughs> like, we don't we don't see in this moment any kind of hit Goku makes. It seems like he just does the raspberry, and then Krillin just goes airborne. Just, like, like has a heart attack and flies backwards 20 feet. Yeah. It's hilarious. And Krillin goes... Oh, yeah. And Krillin goes straight out of the ring, ending the fight. Which, I was like, oh, that's anticlimactic. And then the first fucking line is like, that was very sudden, an anticlimactic end. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking random audience member says. You know, uh, companion... I don't know any of the words you just fucking said. Yeah, which is great. Uh, and I do... I, I thought that was interesting. Like, it comes to such an abrupt end, and at first, you know, you're like, this is kind of a letdown, like, watching it, and you're like, what happened? Which is great, because it puts you in the mindset of the audience in this moment, where you're like, I have no idea what just happened. And that's when we cut to Tien, who's super impressed, because Tien can see what just happened, because, T and again, not only does this put us first in the position of the audience to be like, we don't know what just happened and we're a little disappointed, but Goku won... Then it really cements just how fucking strong Tien is, because Tien is the only person that sees what actually happened, which is Goku, in just the split second after the raspberry, punched Krillin eight times in the chest, and then just fucking kicked him to knock him straight out of the ring. Which is... It's very funny, because it's like, how many times did Goku punch him? Oh, eight times and a kick. No <laughs> one saw kick. this. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But I like, like we've seen I liked oh, sorry, it better. Ahead. I liked it better when Grillin was just scared out of the ring. I thought it was funnier. <laughs> it's definitely funnier that way. But I there's something I like in terms of using even like some of the tropes we've seen before, but presented in such a way that it really cements them for us. Mm -hmm. More so than the last time we're like Oh, Goku actually punched Pamput like four times. Like this one, we really feel it the way the audience feels it because Krillin just goes fucking flying, and we have no idea what happened. But then they use that confusion to then cement this is how much of a threat Tien is as we're about to go into that fight. Mm -hmm. so I was like, to me, I was like, that's brilliant. Like that is a really smart way to set this up, even if it gets a little tox positiony with like Tien being like, he did eight punches. And then a power kick. Like, <laughs> and then he got like, some I was like, Yeah. But I was like, this is weirdly super smart choreography. I say weirdly. This is very smart choreography. This is like very, very interesting little bit here. And like a good construction of how to set the tone moving forward. I just, we've had a lot of good things to say about this tournament. <laughs> and this just goes into it. I, I really liked this fight. Like, honestly, Krill and Goku great time mm -hmm. even if it ends very abruptly I uh, the but i felt I, i'm oh, gonna yeah. be honest i thought the scaring him out of the ring was much better than him just punching him really hard in the face because as soon as he <laughs> went invisible you're like oh 
the fight's kind of done here. Here's Gold, Goku's ultimate attack. You expect the fight, the fist coming, but then it's just like, no, nope, I'm a moron, and then just scares him out of the ring. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was better than the, ooh, he did eight punches and a kick. It would have been much funnier. I agree with this. I like the tone setting that they do with uh, eight punches and a kick. Because also it's the fact that, like, Krillin couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, yeah, no, no, I sets rec- the bar. I recognize that it's smart. <laughs> I just would have preferred the other thing. But I recognize this is still good. Fair. Uh, but, yeah. Just to wrap up the last part of this episode. As you can probably guess, this is about the end here. Uh, Shen is, like, sitting there watching this. And he's like, I hope Goku enjoys his last victory. Because, like, yeah, now it's the only two people left are Goku and Tien. Which... You know, we've been saying that this was coming. I think anyone who would watch this show would know that this is how this had to go down. Um, but yeah, this is the the final showdown is at hand. Roshi is super impressed with Goku's progress. But Roshi, who we can lend some weight to him because he has actually fought Tien, is like, I don't know if he could actually beat Tien. Which we know that Roshi wants Tien to beat Goku for the same reason that he on the Chun-Gi to beat Goku in the first tournament. But it's now he's like, I don't know if Goku could win this if he wanted to. <laughs> Which is, yeah, again, like, cemented a little bit by the fact that Tien saw everything that just happened, which, like, no one else did. Except maybe, like, Roshi. They never established if Roshi could see the punches or not. I would assume Roshi probably could. Probably. Uh, yeah, I assu- yeah, I assume Roshi was like, yeah, I caught that. Considering yeah. he considering he was implied to be on on or were like slightly above TN level in the TN Chun fight before he bowed out. Yeah. I am curious if they had kept going, just in a hypothetical, both of them kept going at their all. I wonder who would win. Because I feel like they established that Goku is stronger than Roshi at this point. Which TN is as strong, if not stronger, than Goku by a bit. At least that's what it feels like up to now. And we'll see. But I'm curious who would legitimately win that fight if it had just kept going. Maybe Roshi probably could have won it through technique, if not sheer physical might. Well, I think he would just pull out the patented Sleepy Boy technique. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, why didn't Roshi use the Sleepy Boy technique on Tien? (laughs) Because Tien wouldn't just stand there and let him. You know, that's accurate. (laughs) <laughs> he would, Tien would just like fucking dagger hand him through the chest and kill him uh, Goku after the fight consoles Krillin on the loss but Krillin actually gets up and he's like you know what I wanted to do my best and I did uh, and then Krillin's like hey how did you do the vanish step thing that was awesome <laughs> and the two walk out of the ring back to being friends now the competition is out of the way, and they they kind of talked. They're they're good again. Um, now they're best friends again. Yeah. They never weren't. Mm-hmm. Goku and Krillin meet up with Bulma and Co. And the gang congratulates them on a good match. So the group heads off to go get some food. Tien watches them leave, <laughs> basically sitting there like, "I hope you enjoy your last supper, Goku." And like that's where the episode fucking ends. Tien enters from off-screen to menace Goku's back, which to be fair, 
is a lot of the TN shots in these last couple episodes. TN stands <laughs> menacingly. I'm going to kill you. Did you say something? Mm. No. <laughs> I said I'm going. What? I said I'm going. I I'm I'm just gonna go. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's the finale to the fight that started in our last episode on the last episode of WSP. Uh, I guess it would be a good time to talk about that fight on the whole, not just like this half of it. Um, and I like it. Uh, I, it's like a matchup that we've all been waiting to see at this point, having watched these two train together, work together. Like, I think all of us kind of want to be like, we know who would win this fight, but we want to see how it would go down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and I got that as well as like the dynamic of Goku and Krillin having like a for fun sparring match but also very serious it, it's interesting seeing these two play off each other even as they're fighting each other yeah it's it's, and a, then, it's a nice for fun match until they both land a couple solid hits and, and they're like fuck that actually hurt alright now I'm getting you back for that mm-hmm. it's also very like one-sided fight explicitly yeah it is like krillin is like trying his hardest and goku just fucking is clobbering him mm-hmm. like there are moments like krillin and you're like learn that he's get, he's getting vegeta right now would be like and even like <laughs> vegeta gets a nicer one the later where like krillin's like i'm trying my heart goku's like don't worry i'm also fighting you we're both kind of fighting each other and goku's obviously better and then next episode's be like, well, now I can finally fight UT and, and turn it up a little bit, you know? <laughs> like, get get into my serious <laughs> side, because Krillin is a little shrimp baby. Because I'd can't, kill can't, Krillin otherwise. He couldn't handle me at my best, mm. so he, doesn't get me, he gets me at my worst. Yeah. I will say, it's a good midpoint between a full-on joke fight, like we had with, like, Man-Wolf, and, and a legit serious fight, like Yamcha Tien or Roshi Tien. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, it's just any fight TN is involved in, in this arc, it's going to be some serious shit, because, well, TN is a dour, dour man. He's really got to work on that whole killing thing. <laughs> we need to work on that killing thing is still, like, fucking hysterical. <laughs> Has TN even killed anyone? Uh, I think, like, has nev- no, never, never, never has killed anyone, I bet. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that was seemed to be, like, part of Roshi's like monologue to him seemed to imply he'd never killed before just that he's like trained to kill and would if he felt like it mm-hmm. or at least he thinks he would if he wanted to i just we'll never feel like if, it weirdly enough yeah we'll see if roshi got to him by the end of this arc something tells me the living goku that's gonna keep going on beyond this either goku's gonna win or tn is gonna decide not to kill him uh which of thematically speaking, it feels more like a setup for Tien not killing him, but maybe winning this fight more than Goku winning this fight. Who but who knows? Say. We'll see. Let's find out. Yeah. Next who time. knows? I say about a series that finished its run in nineteen or yeah, in like nineteen eighty four. There's just no way to find out. <laughs> Episode ninety seven. Final match: Goku versus Tien, which. Spoiler warning, we're not going to get the whole fight in this episode. We're not going to get the whole fight in the next episode. You're not getting the whole fight in this episode of World's Strongest Podcast. What a twist. Yeah, this is... I mean, I, we'll have to see. Uh, 
because so far the longest by episode count fight in Dragon Ball is uh, Goku versus Master Roshi in the first martial arts tournament at three episodes. I think, judging by, like, thumbnails and episode titles, this one is going to be at least four. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. This one opens at the hospital, with Yamcha listening in as the announcer is, like, basically doing the pre-show, building up to the final fight between Goku and Tien. Yamcha puts on a full-ass suit, (laughs) which is great. Uh, Honestly, this is a good look. Uh, and then just leaps out the window right before a nurse arrives I, to check on him. I love this intro. The announcer's like, man, you'd have to be a complete moron to miss this fight. Yamcha, a moron, leaps out the hospital window to go see the fight. <laughs> I might have a broken, broken leg. leg. I'm also a fucking moron. Also, let me jump yeah. out of the second story window onto my shattered onto my shattered shin. Yeah, Yamcha's leg is still very much like wrapped in a cast. And he has, like, crutches and shit. And he just jumps out a second-story window like it's nothing. It's He's great. got two crutches. And he jumps yeah. out a second-story window. He landed on the crutches. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is fucking giddy with anticipation. Also, there's just a... So, there's a lot of just random, like, cut to a a background character and they get like one kind of funny line shit going on in these last couple episodes. And this one is no exception is it cuts to just some Cyclops dude. Who's like, I've been so excited for this. I quit my job four months ago and have been staking out (laughs) the arena just to get good seats. God. (laughs) So good. Only respect for this man. Yeah. But everyone is just super excited to see this fucking fight, which me too. Um, Except Roshi, who is watching aerobics videos and getting all horny. It is uncomfortable. Why? As Turtle watches him judging and making tea. I think one of the funniest things I was watching a streamer recently, um, who would turn up the sense thing on his mic and just be like, Oh, hey guys. How are you doing? Oh, one second. And like would like lick his tongue and you could hear it very visibly through his mic. And then that's and that was like as a joke. This is the intended effect as like the humor is he's horny and I'm like, damn, things haven't changed. No. <laughs> not at all. Except at least this guy's doing it to not an aerobic video, just like doing it to no one. This is like I'm getting hot for like jazzer size. And it <laughs> as one is, does. Is it's awkward for me to be here. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Also, Goku and Krillin are there too, with Goku just standing there in his underwear for, at the moment, no reason at all. Go- you know, Krillin's wearing as one does. Yeah, everybody else is wearing clothes. They look out the window and they see just a huge line of cars going up to the tournament arena. Everyone packing in now. If they've missed any fight, they're not missing this one. Launch and Bulma come in with them bringing Goku his fresh washed gi. Uh, Launch then asks where Oolong is. Oh, Launch is blue Launch now, by the way. Uh, Launch yeah. asks where Oolong is, and Krillin's like, oh, he has a surefire way to get us some front row seats. <laughs> sure enough, Oolong is at the edge of the stage descri- disguised as like a giant Oni, like classic, <laughs> like 
demon type look. Mm-hmm. And he's just threatening everybody to make sure he holds like a decent sized spot for everyone. Some young boy like tries to butt in in his boy scares shirt. Him. Yeah, which is very funny. Uh, but Oolong scares him. And then Oolong's like, oh, oh man, I feel bad. Uh, he's like crying and he's like, all right, you can you can come up close as long as you shut up. But nobody else. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly another voice cuts in behind him and he's like, can I sit there? <laughs> Just fucking creepy Ooh. voice. Oolong Oni tries to tell that person to bounce, but turns around to see... I was like, oh, this is definitely Poir once I finally saw <laughs> who this was. But Poir, the only way I could describe what Poir's form looks like is Poir looks like the G.I. Joe version of Boots the Monkey. That's You're not th- wrong. <laughs> that's the only thing that came to mind staring at what Poir's weird, like, buff armored monkey thing is. <laughs> Punished Boots. Uh, <laughs> punished boots. <laughs> uh, Oolong blushes and gives Poir the spot, and this is when Poir turns back and is like, "Haha, fucking got you, piece of shit." <laughs> now none of us Oolong... get good seats. Yeah, that's when Oolong turns back and is like, "Poir, you fucking asshole!" And the crowd is just staring at them, being like, "We were, they were just a pig and a cat thing." <laughs> uh. <laughs> And that's when Yamcha gets there, chuckling at their bickering. And they're like, oh, Yamcha, you got let out? And he's like, no, I busted out. I got to see these guys fucking beat each other up. It's going to be sick. (laughs) Which is a great, like, he just does not even attempt to hide that he was not supposed to leave the hospital yet. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Tien is meditating backstage, reflecting on Roshi's words regarding his rotten morals and Shen's corrupting influence. Tien is unable to relax, despite, like, all of this. Just in his head, he can't get... Ah, my words got jumbled. Tien is unable to, like, get focus and get that calm that he's hoping to get because of all this just floating around in his brain. Um, so Tien decides to focus on the memory of Tao and his goal to kill Goku. Outside the room... Shen and Tzu are worried with how long this is taking Tien. So Tzu goes to check on Tien, but Tien is now just fucking levitating and radiating yeah, like a right. blue aura. Tien, yeah, has, but Tien not- has transcended this mortal plane inside this hotel bathroom. Yeah, and I, I gotta emphasize, when I say aura, if you're like someone who's watched Z or whatever and you think, oh, aura, like there's just like a glow around him. No. That's not what this is. He's like... He's like he's a fucking one-man disco ball of just blue <laughs> fucking light just radiating out across the room. He has uh, gone ultra meditation. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Chao Tzu sees this, looks at Tien, and all he says is, It's time. I don't know what this means! <laughs> it's time to it's go. It's time. <laughs> Back in Team Goku's room, Goku. But I don't know knee. why he. What is this meditation <laughs> shit happening on screen? I Fuck watched you, this, went why. back, rewind, watched it again. <laughs> My dude's just floating, meditating, radi. He is becoming Doctor Manhattan before our eyes, <laughs> and like, 
I'm sitting there and I'm like, what does this mean? And I'm going to spoil something later in the episode. He just meditates again in the middle of the battle and nothing happens again. I just, this man just loves meditating, but also radiating a, a vicious intent through it. It is a very threatening meditation. The year is like, 2031 and I am still meditating in this bathroom. Yeah. What if, the, it, if you put that, like, if you're like Dr. Manhattan, it's like, it's and it just like shows the picture of TN floating. It It is just, it matches. It lines up. I mean, Tien won't be the last, uh, the last Dragon Ball villain to just meditate in the middle of a battle. <laughs> but we have a long way to go before we get to Jiren, so let's focus <laughs> on this. Uh, back in Team Goku's ring or room, Goku has donned his gi and is ready to fight, and that's when a fly comes in and just like floats in front of Blanche's nose. So she sneezes. And now she's blonde Blanche again. Good times. The gang gets mobile with Blonde Launch bonking Roshi on the head to get him moving. <laughs> because he's just still watching watching the fucking aerobics video and Blonde Launch is like, get your ass up, we gotta fucking go! <laughs> like hits him. Uh at the ring, Launch is getting restless as the gang is now at their ringside area that somehow Oolong and uh Poir held on to despite everyone knowing that they're not giant demons. <laughs> yeah, but they could uh, turn into that in a moment. I wouldn't fuck with that. That's true. Shen sends mind waves to Roshi just to start fucking shit-talking him. <laughs> and Roshi starts sending him back. And the two are just getting real pissy and petty in their I minds. I adore how petty their rivalry is. It's so fucking good. Especially, like, lives are on the line and they are this petty. <laughs> <laughs> Until Yamcha interrupts them, which... Apparently everyone heard all of it, so they weren't, like, mind-waving at each other. I think they were just yelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I do love. Like, yeah, Yamcha interrupts him, and, like, Bulma makes some comment about it. And, like, Roshi's like, wait, y'all heard that? <laughs> uh, backstage, Goku is stretching out and psyching himself up for this final bout. He approaches the stage alone, the murmur of the crowd growing louder and louder. And this small, is when he small sees... moment. We cut, we pan to the crowd, and there's a man wearing a Pennzoil shirt. <laughs> I just hey. this this moment of product placement brought to you by Pennzoil. Apparently, I mean, we had the like Mercedes Benz product placement. I know, but just it just Bob. randomly popped up. Put it in your cars, people, <laughs> or don't. I don't know if they're any good. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I guess this is a sign of the show's like growing popularity if they're getting actual brands to product place into the show or they just put it on the shirt i honestly don't know i feel like because like the mercedes-benz logo is very distinct like that one is very much that but this one this uh, one's just like hand-drawn written like pennzoil there's no logo it's just the word pennzoil yeah it feels like one of those like shirts you can get in tokyo that just has like a random phrase in english on yeah, it yeah because it looks cool yeah and then you're like, ah, oh, that's funny. And then you realize, like, the people who just have, like, Japanese, Chinese characters it's the exact same thing, tattooed yeah. on them. I was like, oh, we just do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the murmur of the crowd. Anyway, sorry. Setting sorry. a scene here a little bit. Um, Goku stretches, psychs himself up, heads out, alone, 
murmur growing louder and louder. Tien is there as Goku approaches, just standing by the entrance. The two take their places next to each other, looking straight ahead, just completely focused. Krillin even tries to like say, like, oh, hey, Goku, and Goku is just eyes forward. Like, there's just this rage and energy radiating off of both of them. And that's when the drums come in. And the crowd starts to gather close to the stage. And the announcer just blows through an entrance to bring Goku and Tien into the ring. <laughs> the announcer introduces Tien first, with the crowd mostly booing him as he enters. Real, like, <laughs> real pro-wrestling vibes <laughs> to this introduction. Uh, he gives a little bit of background on Tien, both what he's been doing before the finals and you know, kind of recapping his matches up to now. Then the announcer introduces Goku, who gets a much warmer response. He gives the rundown of Goku's victories and history, being like, yeah, we got second last time. And the audience is all cheers. Launch also starts shooting her gun into the air, demanding yep. the fight get started right fucking now. Five people will die at the end of the day today. <laughs> yeah, and all of them will be killed by launch. Tien won't kill anyone. Yeah, she, she will she come will back shoot, down eventually. She will shoot one mm. audience member for every minute that the that the match doesn't start. Yeah, Roshi then like barges through the crowd and heads for the back, joining Krillin to watch from the fighter area. Which I do love. Krillin's like, "Hey, Roshi, uh, only fighters can be back here." And he's like, "I don't think anyone's gonna care." <laughs> Just nobody's been paying attention to the rules this entire time. Why would they start now? True. The announcer then intros Goku. Or sorry, I just went backwards in my notes. The announcer calls for the fighters to ready, and the crowd falls silent. Which I love this shit every time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everyone just is anxious, just on edge to see what these two are gonna do. And I, they know they're two different schools, two rival schools. Like this is not Goku versus Krillin. This is going to be some serious shit. Shen silences little Chaozu, who breaks everything, before <laughs> mentally, like, thinking to himself, like, hope to see Tien fucking kill this child who killed my brother. In front of God and everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's finally just a quick moment of silence, and the announcer's like, fight! And Goku actually takes the offensive right out the gate for the first I think the first time in any of these fights and Goku's usually been yes. reactive but this one Goku like rushes which to me immediately tells you Goku knows how fucking difficult this one's gonna be <laughs> uh, and he uses his tail to fucking throw Tien over him which is again just great choreography all around in these mm-hmm. uh, Tien of course just starts flying once he takes to the air Hitting Goku with a Dodon when Goku tries to like jump after him. Really, Tien and yeah, really did. Tien and Shin both think the fight is like already over, but Goku gets right back up and heads straight for Tien again using his vanish step. On he gets right back up. He burrows his way back out of the arena. This is true. It is like (laughs) a fucking Looney Tunes. Got put like twenty feet underground in the middle of the arena. Mm Hmm. Tien, however, is actually able to follow Goku as he moves around, which, you know, we established last episode that Tien could see Goku in his vanished stuff and just fucking slaps Goku <laughs> as he gets closer. 
Like, if I remember right, this is just an open hand, like, yeah, backhand slap. Just like, and yeah. gotcha. Wonk. Which he just smacks him feels, into a wall. Right. It just feels so much more disrespectful than if he had punched him into the <laughs> wall. Uh, but that's when, like, he just hits him straight into one of the walls and then follows him and just starts fucking well, laying into him. Really hits him into the only wall, because the other wall is still totaled from when Ponput destroyed it back in the first <laughs> round. Which I this love every time they pan over to it, that it's still just broken. Yeah, I love that, because they've had, like, time. They've I had guess two not days. A <laughs> uh, Goku is just getting pulverized, though, at the beginning of this one, which really feels different from every other match Goku's been in so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tien finally, like, ends this barrage of hits with just a huge overhand, like, just overhead, like, two hands together, smack down, launching Goku to center stage, seemingly knocking him out. Tien, though, just walks over, lifting him up with one arm into the air and just being like, Tao is smiling on me as the episode ends. Man, Tao's which, in hell. He doesn't have a face anymore. This is true. Tao is <laughs> no longer a man. <laughs> and I would talk about this, but I feel like it'd be better to just talk about 97 and 98 collectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably, As yeah. they're both two parts of the same fight. So I'm just going to go straight into episode 98, Victory's Edge. Uh, picking up literally the second we left off of the last fight, Tien is telling Goku, like, Yeah, don't die on me yet. I've got a special technique just for you. Which, like, fuck Tien. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. The gang is super worried for Goku, who is just legit hanging ragdoll in Tien's grip. So really understandable. Uh, I don't know how this doesn't denote a 10 count. <laughs> I don't know uh, why because not he's not holding, because he's not on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Tien then whips out an uncharacteristically fucking funny <laughs> technique as he knocks Goku to the air and he's like, Volleyball! <laughs> uh, the volleyball technique, which... I say, like, he literally, like, does, like, a weird fucking off-kilter smile. Yeah, as it's he's, terrifying, like, and it's going to be seeing that tonight in my nightmares while I sleep. Please, <laughs> I never recommend- ma- please never make or draw that face again. Please and thank you. I highly recommend just going onto YouTube if you're not watching along and just, like, pulling up TN Volleyball Technique just so you can see this face. <laughs> it is weird. I love it, but I also hate it. (laughs) But yeah, he like tosses Goku in the air and he's just hitting him up into the air with like his fist clenched together like you would hit a volleyball. Yeah, no, this this is just hitting a volleyball. Yeah, there's no unique way to talk about it. He just just, just, makes Goku a volleyball. It's not not really a technique. It's more of a combo, but okay. Yeah. And and in eight years, it will come back. (laughs) But yeah. yeah, this it's, this move comes back. It is also his it gets, like it gets base. powered up and stronger. It is also a his child like makes it even stronger. It is also like his baseline combo in Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, huh. but yeah, this okay. Uh, yeah, it's Gotenks. I think uses yeah. this technique later. Gotenks uses I, I forget what the move they call it is something like. Ultra Boo Boo Volleyball. Some dumb, dumb freaking name. I mean, it's like an intentional joke. Like, Toriyama even said, like, 
Yeah. Gotenks' moves are all very overnamed, and that's the point. Because yeah. Gotenks is Goten and Trunks together. And they're who both are just, idiots. Yeah, they're those two idiot yeah. kids who would think drawing like flames on the side of your car makes it go faster. It doesn't. <laughs> and yeah. somehow for them it would. Yeah. Yeah. Go Goten uh, and Trunks. Warhammer Orcs confirmed? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were just like bouncing him up into the air. Until, like, Tien just jumps up and spikes Goku into the ring. Which, while it starts with a giddy smile, it feels way more fucking serious once this technique gets going. (laughs) And it it does look cool. Uh, Goku hits the arena hard on his back, with Tien lording over him, feeling like, Alright, he's fucking dead. (laughs) Uh, An audience member... Is like, man, I hope the aud- the match lasts longer than my popcorn. It's just a line that fucking cuts through the silence. <laughs> yeah. Like a This like man a dull... is fucking just eating popcorn and pissed that he spent money on it and this fight's ending. I would Yeah, be. it feels like you have any... one of these guys Fuck quit you. his job for four months to see this fight. This and it was what over happens. in thirty seconds. If he doesn't like, like this and he doesn't love the sport because right, that's what can doesn't. happen. You're right, and he should be enjoying his popcorn. I remember, it. this is like when like Ronda Rousey was on that undefeated streak in like UFC, which I didn't keep up. I don't like watch a ton of UFC, but I remember... I just but you love Ronda of, Rousey. Well, I just ended up at a lot of sports bars around the time that she was doing this. Like, that was for some reason when my family was obsessed with Buffalo Wild Wings, so I was there a lot, and they always had the fights on. And like... Every time, I was like, man, I feel bad for anyone who bought a ticket, because those fights were, like, seven seconds. <laughs> like, she would just bounce out and just fucking roundhouse kick somebody in the face, and they would just go unconscious. <laughs> and that was the fight. And I'm like, somebody spent 40 bucks on this if you bought it pay-per-view, and a lot more if you're there. Uh, but anyway, this is, that's the real world. We're in the Dragon Ball world. The Dragon World, if you will. Uh, Tien, Tien at this moment spies Yamcha in the audience and he's like I'm real happy you get to see me beat the shit out of your friend <laughs> but this is when Goku fucking bounces up to his feet he's got like a smirk but he is bruised <laughs> like this mm-hmm. is or at least he's got like the little like black smudges not the full on like welts like Roshi mm-hmm. and Tien had when he's they got were some fighting. dirt on him yeah but I do like this as being like Goku's like I got more in the tank but this is seriously hurting me. <laughs> but also, ow, um, please stop. Yeah. Goku smirks, and I do love Tien says the most poignant line ever said about Goku in the entire franchise, which is, well, you're resilient, stupid, <laughs> but resilient. <laughs> Goku in which three is, words, everyone. Yeah, a truer statement has never been said. <laughs> Goku lets Tien know, he's like, alright, I'm gonna take this seriously now. To which Tien's like, haha, uh, you're kidding, right? Like, he he doesn't show any, like, fear in his voice, but there is a bead of sweat just mm-hmm. going down Tien's head. And I'm like, oh, Tien knows, like, shit's about to get real. Uh, Goku's gonna pop the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, which I do love. This is when Goku's like... Oh yeah, I like to hold back a little bit at first, really feel it out, and then I bust out my battle strength. And then Goku... Goku just, like, pulls a Superman, like, World of Guard War speech. Like, yeah, most of the people I have to, like, hold back on, but you, you get my full attention. 
have fun. <laughs> Hold on, Superman World of Cardboard? There's like a bit in the just in like the old Justice League cartoon when he's fighting Darkseid. He gives this speech where he's like, you know, most of the time I'm walking around like I feel like I'm walking a world of cardboard where I have to hold back. But for you, I get to really cut loose. And he beats the shit out of Darkseid for a little while before Darkseid kicks his ass because, you know, the episode needs to continue. Yeah. And Darkseid has the power of die. Pretty much. As far but as it's I've just a moment of, Oh yeah, Superman does have to hold back on literally everything he ever does. Otherwise he kills somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, this is when Goku just comes in, now at full bore, and just starts fucking wailing on Tien. Like, this is a totally different fight now, with Goku dominating Tien, as we... Like, it, this feels like a usual Goku fight now. Like, this feels in line with, like, maybe the Tao fight or something, where it's like, Goku gets beat up, and then Goku wins. Mm -hmm. So for a second, just a moment, in my head even, I was like... Oh, Goku might win this. Like, this feels like the formula. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Are we going to be done uh, in one episode here? Yeah, I was like, is it going to be done in, like, two episodes? Or, like, really one collective runtime of an episode split up over yeah. two? And he knocks Tien in the air and starts prepping a Kamehameha, like, with Tien over him. But he stops just at the last second, allowing Tien to recover on the mat. Uh, which Tien you know, gently floats himself down to the stage, definitely in pain, but still in this, bleeding a little bit from his mouth. And he just starts laughing, letting Goku know that this is giving him, like, the biggest rush he's ever felt in his oh life. God, he's a masochist. Yeah. Goku's real fucking confused by this. <laughs> Bulba wants to know why Goku let Tien recover. And fucking Oolong is just like, he had a reason, I think. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when Tien meditates again. Uh, before getting back to his feet, and he's like, all right, let's fucking do this. Uh, this is when it cuts to backstage, and Krillin's like, why did Goku just fucking let him recover? Uh, but this is when Roshi's like, no, 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 no. If Goku had shot, Tien, who can fucking fly, let us all remember this, <laughs> could have just dodged. Meaning Goku would have wasted a ton of energy, and this is gonna go on for a while. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, wait, shit. That's nice. <laughs> Which, yeah, like, we joke Goku. about... Yeah, we joke about Goku being dumb a lot. And he is. <laughs> Do not but get it, us wrong. Yeah, Goku is a fucking moron at everything except for one thing. And eating. that is fighting. Oh, and also eating. <laughs> it's two things. Yeah. He's really good at that. Yeah. But... This is just, like, a great moment. Like, Goku is a very good fighter. He's a very adaptable fighter, might be the best way to put it. Like, I don't think Goku goes into any fight he's gone in in the entire franchise with a definitive strategy. Mm -hmm. He's just very good at, like, I'm going to feel out what my opponent can do and adapt and change to it. Which goes hand-in-hand hand with his ability to pick up other people's techniques really fast. Because he's like, yeah, I can see somebody use a technique and I can figure it out pretty quick. It's like it's like someone who's just like really fucking good at an instrument and can just hear somebody play something once and figure it out from there. That's Goku's shtick. Which, yeah, if you've been following along this long, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Goku and Tien go back at it. But now both of them are fighting like at full strength. Like it seems even Tien was holding a little bit back. Or at least closer to full strength. I don't know if this is quite everything. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but it shows because the fight is now like a deadlock. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yes. The announcer even goes out of his way to be like, I'm not going to lie. Any ordinary person took one of the punches. These two are throwing out. They'd be fucking dead. Yeah. They're dead. And on on that exact line, the camera cuts to Yamcha. (laughs) It was so good. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it kind of had to be, right? It felt too intentional to not be. Which, you know, could be one of those moments of, like, dubism. Like, changing Mm -hmm. a line to make it work with this cut in, like, another way. Which, yeah, I guess another moment to remind everyone, if you haven't been keeping up, we do watch the dub here. Um, but yeah, it is very funny. Uh, Roshi, though, brings up a good point, or an interesting point, which he's noting that Goku, while he is fighting all out, is still, like, controlling his breathing. Like, not losing his his focus in this moment. Which, that's, like, you know, the difference between Tien and Roshi as well is the difference between Goku and Tien. Like, Mm. Goku is more in control of himself while Tien is kind of this bubbling crockpot of rage. Uh, And the two push off and just like watch one another, which this is, I realize I've said something to that effect at least like three times for every fight, but it happens a lot. Well, the fight needs room to breathe and appreciate the bursts of action. So you need lulls in the action to let the audience digest what's happening. And Zach said exactly what I was going to say, so I'm not going to be repeating it. No, 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 that's good. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is... It's an important (laughs) pacing tool. I've got one job on this show. (laughs) It really sells, like, the... These are not just two people, you know, in a bar brawl. These are two trained fighters. Masters of the martial arts. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're, like, they use these moments to basically, like, re re-strategize and retool what they're doing uh which is great and you really see it in this moment because you see the two stare each other down and then you see tien like shift and change his stance before launching into another assault which to me is like nobody says anything about it which is great because mm-hmm. like i get it i'm like okay he's like i i'm gonna retool what how i'm fighting Let's and come at this, this in a new way yeah which, ah, I, I love this. I love little moments like this. Um, everyone is just astonished at the speed that these two are going at it, with most people barely able to catch up, except for, like, Roshi. I do love mm-hmm. Krillin's like, I'm having trouble too, and Roshi's like, get your eyes checked. <laughs> just, like, super <laughs> fucking calm. No wonder you got fucking owned by Goku. Just like <laughs> shit. <laughs> Little fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sit down, ass. fourth place. Yeah. Tien is pushed by Goku to the edge of the ring, but holds tight before pushing Goku right back, getting a second chance here. Bulma is doing her arm swings, which she did a little bit of it earlier and, like, hit Oolong once. But I do love this time. She starts going, like, yeah, get him, Goku. Wham, wham. And she notices, like, wait, my fists aren't hitting anything. (laughs) And then she looks and sees that Oolong has just, like, retreated further into the crowd just to not get hit. She's, like, standing on the opposite side of Yamcha. Yeah, it's very funny. (laughs) Goku launches a circle of after images around Tien. Kind of like what Roshi did in their fight. But unlike Roshi, Goku's are all, like, stationary. 
And also making uh, stupid faces. Which is great. It feels a little more Goku in that regard. <laughs> Tien laughs it off, being like, Did you not did you not see how this went last time? <laughs> uh before turning to hit an airborne Goku above him. But this Goku is also an after image, with the real Goku coming in low. But this hits Tien's after image. Oh. Yeah. And Tien appears behind Goku to land a sneak attack. But this hits Goku's after image. And then Goku ends up getting the hit. And I was like, fuck, this that went longer than I thought it was gonna be. This go. is the, the oh, reverse shit. reverse oh, shit. mirror image. Oh shit. It's like God, I can't remember what this I was is the watching. Vince McMahon meme of like the like yeah, right? head turning and oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> ready as, as after image into after image into after into after image it's very good <laughs> uh there is a lot of nice animation in the moment but it is kind of goofy just how oh it's, ex- it's extremely dumb but in the way that's like these people are like the, the pinnacle of their speed because like not even roshi can do that many couldn't do that mm-hmm. many after images he was owned yeah, um, he was completely fucking owned, and now Goku can do more, and then on top of that, can fucking juke someone out twice without after images. He can after images yeah. after images. Yeah, you knew that I knew that you knew what after image, so I after image that you knew that I wouldn't do. You know, <laughs> fuck. Tien lies on the stage, eyes shut, except for the third one. And Bulma <laughs> celebrates the victory by hugging Yamcha just super hard. Goku is even like, oh, yep, yeah, he's fucking out. But then Tien gets back up, just like clutching his side, being like, this ain't over yet. Uh, Tien tries to bluff that Goku wasn't a challenge at all. But Goku tells him, like, but then why are you trying? <laughs> Which is funny to me. Are you sure? Because there's a Tien-sized crater in the ground over there. Yeah, it feels like if anyone else is doing this, this would be a cocky one-liner, but I don't think Goku really realizes <laughs> it. Uh, Tien is pissed, and he's like, all right, fuck you too, and puts his hands next Prepare to his head. Prepare for my wrath. Fine. Yeah. Solar flare. <laughs> which, once again, the announcer is unaffected, which is still funny. <laughs> uh, and Tien rushes at Goku while the thing is still flashing, but Goku blocks and delivers a counter hit. Just not nailing fucking Tien and sending him back. And again Every- with the punch faces, this one is chef's kiss amazing from Tien. <laughs> I, I had this conversation recently with someone, and we can go into it later, about like the reaction faces to villains getting fucked up in Dragon Ball Z. Uh... Or we can talk about this now, I guess. Um, <laughs> Frieza and Cell both make objectively very funny faces as they get fucking destroyed. I love it. I think it. I think well, it's the bug out boggle eyes that really sell it. Yeah, like Frieza, like when Goku blasts him and you think he's dead, and yeah, you know, he comes back later as robot Frieza. But when Goku blasts him, you think he's dead. He like fucking bulges out his lips like a foot and like his scrunched up and stuff and then sell yeah his eyes like boggle out as his face like distorts as he's getting disintegrated like there's such strange goofy faces for incredibly dramatic moments (laughs) but yeah everyone is back to this fight 
Everyone is super amazed by Goku's ability to resist the solar flare. And that's what we see how. Goku swiped Roshi's sunglasses. <laughs> Just fucking totally, took him. totally cheating, but whatever. Yeah. Shen and Jiaotzu are both shocked as Tien hits the ground with the 10 count going off. And uh, yeah, I was like, this feels like it's against the rules. And Yamcha <laughs> explains how sunglasses work as everyone asks how Goku did it. Gee, thanks, Professor Yamcha. I couldn't yeah. have done it without you. Yeah, Goku wanders back over and hands uh, Roshi his glasses back as the count hits seven. But then Tien gets up and just fucking slams Goku with a flying <laughs> knee to the face. It's just like a well-deserved fucking like, fuck you, you piece yeah, of shit. Right. Um, how dare you turn your back on me and also punch me in the gut. Mm-hmm. Only respect I, for fucking Tien just elbowing Goku in the neck, breaking the sunglasses. <laughs> right. But Tien is just fucking, he is not having it anymore. Like, if there was any composure left in Tien up to now, it is gone. Tien is ready to just fucking destroy Goku. Mm. Shen is too. Wishing like, man, I wish I could just fucking kill Goku with my hands right (laughs) fucking now. I just like (laughs) squeeze his neck and pop goes his head. And then he just turns and looks at Chaozu. (laughs) Who's just staring blankly ahead, which is what Chaozu is doing at any moment. <laughs> Goku asserts that he will never surrender. Krillin, also, now seeing Roshi without his sunglasses for the first time, almost puts together that he is Chun. But you Roshi tells a second here. Clark, you're looking a lot like Superman without those glasses on. <laughs> but that Roshi's like, shut up, just watch the fight. <laughs> Goku and Tien rush at each other, but right before the two make contact, there's like a blue flash on Goku, and he freezes up, leaving him wide open for Tien's counter. Oh, which shit, Goku's like, blues back. Yeah. Not fair. Which, yeah, I was like, oh, this is definitely Chaozu. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interfering. But that's where this episode ends, with the two staring each other down and us, like, not entirely certain what's going on. Chicanery. And, yeah. Lots of chicanery going on. But that's that the end of the episodes. not a word episodes. I use often. No. But yeah, so I guess recap now episode 97, 90, or, or impressions, I guess, of episode 97, 98. Uh, yeah, this definitely is the main event. Like, yeah, we knew it. But there is a weight to this that just really pays off from all the buildup we've had. Like, mm-hmm. I know... We had talked before that a lot of the out-of-ring moments are all filler. Like, that the manga, more or less, is just fight to fight to fight to fight. But to Mm -hmm. some degree, I feel like those helped a lot here in building up TN even a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of like what what I was getting at with, like, when you said they were, like, the pausing in the fight and they, like, kind of get back and gauge everybody. It kind of lets the... the, uh, the title match fights breathe a little bit more. It's like fight, then we have some character stuff, let us digest what happened, let us anticipate what happens next, have some fun little character quirk moments, and then move on to the next one, and then rinse and repeat on that. And so I think yeah. it helps the pacing a lot more, even though it some was... of the filler, like with Roshi and his porn addiction, are, you know, not good, <laughs> but a lot of it is, and it helps build up Tien as a character. Yeah. As well as just further cementing him as, like, the threat. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't really... 
I, I would say the stakes felt lower in the previous tournament arc. Mainly because, yeah, the big the big question was whether Roshi would beat Goku and stop Goku from becoming overconfident. From getting in his lazy, abilities. pretty much. Yeah. Which now we see Tien is kind of, as we touched on before, Tien is sort of like the Goku that got away. In the same sense that Tao is. Yeah, I mean, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> this is like if Roshi hadn't interfered in the first tournament and taught his student a lesson that there's always stronger people than you, he might have become a little more like Tien. Though he doesn't have the penchant for killing. He pretty much has just killed Tao. Uh, probably well, no, lot. and a bunch of Red Ribbon soldiers. And really, Black again, and... Tao kind of killed himself because he yeah. threw a grenade at him and Goku's like, no, and, like hit it back. I did see, I think Goku has like triple the body count in Dragon Ball that he does in Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, he definitely murdered the Red Ribbon Army, but not Tao. Tao was yeah. self-defense. Mm. Like, I think Goku in Dragon Ball Z only kills like two people. Be fair, there's a lot less army fighting in uh in Z. Yeah, I guess the Frieza Force is as close as we get to like a red ribbon faction. Yeah. Until well, I guess Red Ribbon comes back, but there's not there's only like only four people. So, only sort of. Yeah. And 17 kills Jero. So there you go. And Vegeta kills 19. Vegeta has a pretty big body count in does Z. Does 19 does 19 even count as a kill? It's I mean he alive. was. 19 was gonna be one of the main villains. And then he wasn't. He was just some just very... robot. Yep. But yeah, um... God, it's hard to not feel repetitive talking about some of these fights, but, like, a lot of the good points of each fight keep carrying. Like, where they're saving their budget really shows. These fights are fluid, these fights are dynamic, there's lots of great, like, character acting in the face, like... As well as just the choreography is well done. And not just, like, a it's cool to look at type of choreography, but a, like, this ties into these characters kind of choreography. Like, people aren't just fighting in a way that looks cool for camera. They're fighting in a way that's consistent with who they are. Yeah, there's personality Goku, in the back and forth. Yeah, Goku's a little more playful, mm -hmm. a little more fun having, but also more controlled and focused when he does what he does. Tien is an incredibly talented fighter, but he's more emotional, more, like, rage-filled. Like, he is here to brutalize his opponent, not just beat him. Mm -hmm. He's here to humiliate his opponent. Goku is here to win, and to see what he can do in a bigger sense. Yeah, I think I'm probably the more negative end on this, right? I thought these ones really? were, like, fine. Like, they were all right. I enjoyed them, but they are doing the classic Dragon Ball thing where I'm like, all right, let's get to the part where, like, they're there. They're fighting now, right? Mm -hmm. um, because, like, I know the, the the first episode where Goku goes to fight TNT and starts just trouncing him, I'm like, okay, there's been the moment where Goku sits back up and goes, all right, well, that was fun. This happened before and it'll happen again. But now I'm going to really turn it up. And um and the fight begins and then we're gonna have another stall in the fight because we're gonna have this like there's the fight but actually Chaozu's interfering and a part of me is like <laughs> I just want to get to the freaking fight dude um I don't care about this monkey business you know this all the other stuff happening I just want to get to the fight fight 
Uh, kind of the same Chiaotsu thing with Kuro. Ah, but the Chaozu stall hasn't happened yet. That's next episode. Yeah, but like that's what's gonna happen, right? Well, yeah, like Chaozu's like... there. How now? Okay, there's no real. F- okay, how do we stop Chaozu? And then like someone from not in the fight's gonna. Te- well, for, for what's gonna happen is my prediction. Team will be like, I can't believe Chaozu's helping me. I want to make this my own fight. And then someone from like outside the arena like fu- tells Master Shin to fuck off. And then Master Shin's like, I will not fuck off. And then he is forced to fuck off. Um, by damage or something, and then he leaves. Um, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, like I'm ready. I'm trying to get there, you know. Like a part of me is like, this is, feels like it's been stretched out, and I don't want this fight to get any more stretched out. Now I'm like, the Krillin fight was fun. It kind of sets up Goku's power as being like, here's the power Goku has, and then it goes to the next episode, and it's like Goku is refusing to use that power he just showed off. Next episode, Goku is now going to sh- third episode that we're on. Goku is now going to show that power that he has built up to. Just kidding, Chaozu's here. I'm like, I just get me, just get me to the part where they fight <laughs> on even terms. Just show me the fight. I don't give a fuck about all these outsider interference. I just want to see Tien and Goku fight. I don't care anymore. Um, you see, that's the outside. The outside interference from Shen and Chaozu to me is important to the Tien character arc that we're doing. Just because, like, part of it, you know, because obviously the arc here is that, like, Shen is a bad influence on him. It's, you know, everything Roshi's been saying to him with at least, you know, because I know that Tien joins the team and my thought he's going to kind of shirk Shen by the end of this. So to me, this is important for that character arc because right now I don't think Tien's realized what they're doing. So it's going to be like, what is his yeah, reaction that's next, when he realizes that next, he's going to get this win? It's going to be, I swear to next God, episode. it's going to be Tien looks, sees the and goes, no, I want to fight Goku fair and square. You can't do this to me. And Master Shin's going to be like, shut the fuck up, Tien. I'm doing, I'm an evil, I'm an evil martial arts wizard. Now he's going to be like, fuck child. And Tien's going to be like, no, fuck you, old man. I do things no, my I... own way. And that's when Tien has a change of heart and then... Master Roshi's like, that's right, Shin, he told you to fuck off. Shin's like, I will not be fucked off. And then someone forces Shin to fuck off. And Chachu's like, I'm just a child. Please don't hurt me. I mean, uh, I'm not and, saying And still. then the fight begins. And I'm just but like, that's I'm next just... next episode. Not but this I'm, one. I know, but I'm like, I just want to get to that fight. Because I feel like you could tell that story without Shin's interference. Like, as Tien gets beaten by Goku, as will the end of the story be that he will be... Maybe Tien will win this tournament, but he will be beaten by Goku, right? Is like how I assume this will go down. This is me doing all my predictions right now. That he'll be, mm. um, but like he'll be like, oh, showing Goku's kind heartedness, that actually let him get strength that I couldn't possess yet, and I need to go find that through. Like that, that story could be so easily told without all this rigmarole to it that I'm like, yeah, I know Goku's strong. I know he's being like, oh, I'm being, oh, I was, what was me? Tien, volleyball technique, just kidding. It's me, Goku, strong man. You haven't beaten me yet, <laughs> rips off shirt. I can fight even stronger now. I'm ripped AF. Like, that's how this is how the series continues. And I bored already. I'm like, fuck me, dude, just get to the fight. I've so not defeated, the opposite you have not defeated one. me yet. Rips off shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it just feels that no, way no, where it's not, like not wrong. Yeah. I just love that summation. And like I, I can series. like it, but I'm like I I think like this week I was just I was like I don't want to get the cool stuff now. Like I get it, but like seeing Goku be jobbered 
is like, and he's like, oh, I'm being beaten up. Oh, Tien, you're, you're just so strong. Oh, no. Just kidding. Yeah, but like. Takes the off the glasses. The bit was only like two two minutes at the start of like that a 20 minute episode. No, it wasn't. Tails tail. Like, no, no. Tien's insurrection. Oh, fuck. I forget what I'm on now. Tien's insurrection is the next Next episode. one, yeah. I'm fucking tired. I'm looking at the episode list. I'm just tired. So, final match. Goku versus Tien. It yeah. is the hotel scene. We're building up to the fight. Then it's Goku gets jobbered. That's that whole episode. He gets Dodon blasted, sent to the ground. He gets back up, does a disappearing trick. Tien finds him, beats the shit out of him. Boom. Next episode. Victory's Edge. Tien's like, now I'm going to do my fucking super cool move. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Here we're going to do a volleyball attack. Goku gets up. Okay. Now I'll fight. And they have this moment where it's like, oh, here's this cool after image technique. The fight's beginning. Here's the sunglasses, a little little comedy. I'm like, I'm in. I'm, my, my glands are salivating. I'm feeling it. I'm like, hell yeah. Let's get ready. Then Goku stops mid-air. I'm like, ah, fuck. We're going to have a whole next episode dedicated to, why is so, Goku stopping? Tien catches this. I'm like, uh, ugh. So your so your issue with this episode is the next episode. My, well, my issue with the second episode is I don't like the second episode that much. I like the comedy bits beginning, but I don't like the Goku being beat up because, like, that's fair. Tien knows he's strong. Goku knows Tien's strong. There doesn't need to be this, like, conflict moment because, like, we're, we know what's happening. Anyone who's watching this knows what's about to happen. The third episode, I think, is fine and enjoyable. It's like, techniques are being thrown, but we, they both know. Like, we know Goku's fast. We know this, all this stuff's happening. We know he's gonna, like, have the upper on Tien. I'm like, I just wanna get to the fist fighting. I wanna get to the cool techniques they're gonna show up. But these are just old techniques we've seen before, and but they're gonna be able to counter them because they're the peak fighters, right? I, I'm okay with this whole affair. After images are actually starting to fucking really annoy me at this point. I'm like, okay, more. Here's Roshi doing after image. Here's Krillin. I'm like, going after images again. And then I'm like, okay, there's a solo for it. This is a fun gag. And I'm like, oh, I didn't get to a real fight yet. You know, there's no fighting still. And I'm like, I just want to watch the min punch. I just, this is like when I'm watching an action movie. And for like 30 minutes, there's plot. And then there's like a three minute shaky cam fight scene. I'm like, I fucking waste my money. Why do I go to theaters anymore? That's what's happening to me right now. And I'm well, like, I just, just want to give me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I still wasted my money. <laughs> um, I'm, ah, just, nah. just just put it in my veins. I just want to see buff men hit each other with their fists. <laughs> I just want. No, I can agree with that. Um, I want to save my like statements of like, could this be cut down a couple episodes for once we get to the end of the fight and assess it as a whole? It does feel like this could have been shortened to some degree i think that already. second episode could have started with the after image fight right oh, yeah. like oh yeah boom just start there because like that would like at least be like okay cool we're in it like i just i do the one thing about like things that kind of get me is like i think it's okay to just start at full power right the cool and then like build from there right that's the fun i don't need to start at power 50 percent and get to a hundred percent I've been watching the 50% the last 20 episodes. Just I'm here. I'm at the finale. Start at the finale level then build the blow me away. I don't need to start at like the fucking warm breeze and then builds up to the billowing wind. I want the billowing wind. I've been feeling the warm breeze this whole time. Give me the good but stuff. But that's not how martial artists fight. 
I have watched Hunter Hunter where they're all trained nin (laughs) martial artists and that shit starts at 100% and goes. Yeah, but this show was made for children in the 80s. Hunter Hunter was made for children. The main character is a child as well and also has a murder the first 10 episodes. (laughs) Doesn't Hunter Hunter start? Didn't they do like an anime of Hunter Hunter in like the 80s and then it it just didn't get popular and then they did it again? Yeah, yeah, like so, the new Hunter Hunter anime is the second go at a Hunter uh, Hunter anime. You want to talk Hunter about Hunter is a much older series than yeah. yeah there's it, an original it, anime run that people are like eh on because it just wasn't like the the source was material like, is considered like very sacrosanct. Like people love that source material of like that original manga run that has never ended and will never be finished. But um, and then they were like, all right, and I think Madhouse, right? The people who did One P- One Punch Man got a hold of it. We're, like, we're going to do yeah. our, we're going to do our, yeah, first season, right? <laughs> Second season, One Punch Man. <laughs> my my right fellow gamers um goes, <laughs> they get it, and they do that whole season. And that's an amazing anime series. Like straight up, if you're going to like want to watch something that has a start and a finish, that that uh Hunter Hunter, that's t- 2011, I think it was, is is incredible, an incredible mm. anime season. Yeah. But back to to this one, I don't know. I'm enjoying this so far. Um, I, I'm I stipulated. I'm I'm being hyperbolic. I'm having a no, good no, no, time with it. my friends. I'm eating Cheetos. All the things we do I think when I'm, I'm hanging yeah, out watching Dragon. I Ball. think I just have. I enjoy overly, this still. Yeah, I I don't think it. I do think yeah. Some of these points are valid, but I do it. I personally What's enjoy the let's start. Uh. I don't know. Like, I don't really know what to say. What is really not valid? Just maybe not what I quite feel the same level of negativity on. Oh, okay. Mainly, like I enjoy the let's start like eking it it out a bit and then build to it kind of fighting. Like that kind of like let's start small and then go because it adds this level of like ah, I don't know how to describe it. Like almost like a cat and mouseness to it of like I'm going to keep pushing this limit until like. Now I'm at the limit, and we have to go all out. Because it denotes like cat, and also cat. <laughs> yeah, it just gives this like notation of like we both know this is going to be serious, and this could go on for a fucking while. So we need to conserve our strength, and I want to try to figure out what you can do before we get to that point, so that I already have something in mind. Like it plays a lot to Goku's fighting style, which is I am going to make this shit up on the fly. <laughs> Like it is, it is very much a. I am really good at this, but I didn't come in with a strategy. I came in kind of aware of your power, but now I want to see it for myself and then start crafting my fighting style around it. And that's an element that I think is pretty strong in this fight, though stretched out a bit to the extreme so far. Uh, is that sort of like eking it out, getting stronger, getting stronger, throwing it out, getting stronger. Now he's stronger. Like, yeah. I guess for, to borrow your nomenclature, I love the ripping off the shirt moment. <laughs> like, it's yeah. good shit. And, like, I think for me, like, that the prelims and then the semifinals are that, that. buildup, right? Like, to us, like, that is the buildup. We get to see how their strength is. Goku then, they then elude, like, then, like, the last, that Krillin fight, is like, it's a fucking, he destroy he dumpsters Krillin, just as, like, Krillin, good job, you're no, it's like fucking walking up to someone and being like, yeah, you think you're good, and then, like, slitting their throat and being like, you thought you were good, but you couldn't even see me fucking pull the knife out and cut your goddamn, like, Krillin's stunned, he's like, I've been, see me, I've been yeah. mocked, and then I'm like, cool, that's where, that's like, that's the starting point, right? 
they're all looking at him and go, fuck, Goku's that fast, that quick. And the next fight begins, Goku then has to restate, I'm actually, I can actually pull that fucking knife out and slit someone's mm-hmm. throat still. And, hey, guess what? To UTN, I will do that. He's been stating that for the last 10 episodes. Motherfucker, go in there and take the goddamn knife out and gut TN already. Jesus. The, yeah. In the element of him, like, having to verbally state, like, I'm going to go all out now. I agree with him doing that. In the building of the fight, though, I think there's still a difference uh, in opinion between me and you here. Because you talk about it as the arc as a whole. Like, the tournament as a whole. Yeah. But I'm thinking more, like, as this fight isolation, which is part of the larger arc. But, like, to me, it's like, but each fight is kind of a new starting point. As well as, again, just the element of, like, we both know this is going to go on. Like, I just want it, I guess my ideal version, I would still want this build, but I don't want the moment where Goku's like, I'm going to go all out, not, like, verbally telling him that. I want him to just start going all out. Like, Yeah, right, I, I, I'm fine with him, like, doing, like, a little build, like, they're both jabbing, and then, like, it starts speeding. Like, but then, like, but that's a different show yeah. now, right? Like, then we're just kind of like, yeah. So, like, my main point, I stand by it, then, like, we all agree, I'm thinking this is, this is Chase's win. Um... <laughs> That I, I think um, we all agree that like yeah, similar, just like but not quite the same opinion. <laughs> I just uh, I want I the build again. up of this fight. Like I want them to start. I want Tien and Goku, even though it's the end of the fight, to start small and get big. I just don't want Goku to have to verbally state, "I'm gonna go all out now." I just want him to start doing it. Which yeah, you're like I just yeah. want like we know you can go all out, Goku. We know mm-hmm. you're gonna go out in this mm-hmm. fight. We I understand how plots develop. I understand plot structure. I understand how things are written. I understand all this. I know after watching this ep- this show for almost 100 episodes, you're not going to fucking do a one and go, guess what, motherfucker? We're subverting you. No, motherfucker. You're doing a shonen anime. I know what's about to happen. <laughs> so just get to it. I know what Toriyama, happened. I read you know what's book. about to happen. Toriyama, you know what's about to happen? I know what's oh, about yeah. to happen. Get to the I happening. I mean, I won't say that. And then write the interesting stuff yeah. afterwards. It's like, I won't say, so far, it's kind of like you outlined, like, how you think this is going to go with TN, your predictions. And I'm like, I feel it, too. Like, I'm like, that's exactly how I think this is going to go down. <laughs> Difference is, I think we need that element. Like, I think we need that element of Shen trying to cheat for TN and TN having to very directly rebuke Shen as part of TN's arc. Like, I think that's important. And I bet I would, like, be more into that, right? If it wasn't, like, it felt like and some of these episodes were, like, stalling okay. out, right? Or, like, we're, like, we're like it's, like, it's, like, here's the train, the train's starting, oh, my God, the steam's coming, and we're just putting so the brakes on. Hey, guys, guess what? So, just so you know, uh, shit, uh, Chats is going to do a little tell, okay, Goku's got to go, okay, we're starting back up, but, 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 all right, Goku's going, okay, we're going to put the train break on, okay, so this is the part where Chaozu comes out and does a tell by the time, so this is the part for Tien's character that we got to do now, now I know you guys are like, oh, you got excited for the fight, we're going to put on the, okay, now we're starting, and then like, then it'll start back up, and then we get to the final so it's a, fight, a and I'm like, issue to you. yeah, for me, yeah, yeah it's like, just kind of like, I wish it just felt more naturally dulled out or something, instead of just being like, it, always the problem with me is I'm just like I know they're gonna get to win the 100% fight so just get to the 100% part yeah. right like now that my brain's on Hunter Hunter because I brought it up <laughs> as like an idea as like that show starts I think at 100% like that show starts hold on with like, the main characters getting their, their fucking asses handed them because they start at 100% and then they can't win and that's a much more interesting writing start for me than like characters are at 50% and then get to 100 and there are moments where the characters nah. jobber but they're the ones usually doing the job like doing the jobbering for someone else if they're fighting an important opponent like 
Goku is going to be, it is like, we are fucking fighting. It is a, someone's going to fucking die in this fight you, now. Uh, we aren't backing down. You are going to like Goku v. Jiren a lot then. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to get to, there's a lot of fights I'm excited. Like, I think the Frieza arc encapsulates, like, is why we love this one. Just Toriyama goes, yeah, here they are starting at 100% and they're going to get their asses well, whooped. Yeah. And it's the story of how do you overcome these odds. I want them to get to the odds right now. Like, I don't give a fuck about hmm. this. Like, actually, Goku's really strong right now. I know it, motherfucker. I've been watching the show. <laughs> no, I can. Uh, I know Goku's fast. Yeah, I like this kind of like eking out here, but I do fucking love the Frieza fight. I guess the Frieza fight's interesting because it's that in the opposite direction. It's our heroes are going 100% and Frieza's holding back. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's fine, right? The villain can always hold back. That's perfectly okay. Because when the heroes get to surmount, like, we've done it, and then the villain's like, actually, motherfucker, this is my first form. That's a good reveal. You get, I'm like, oh, love it. Because I'm like, oh, fuck. That means this man's even stronger. Little My little child brain explodes, and, <laughs> and he's like, oh, is Goku getting out on this one? Right now, I'm like, I know Goku's getting out of this one. Episode one right now, I know Goku's tougher. Even my 10-year-old brain could put this together. But when Frieza turns into the alien, I'm like, this. Um, I want that feeling. I want that part of my brain triggered and reactivated. Mm. No, it's... Goku, please. <laughs> I feel like I don't think it's like quite a, a shoe-in that Goku is stronger than Tien. I do just... I want to get I don't them think it, I don't think it is either. But we're not at the part where we can see them clash at their even levels hmm. we only just got to it on the second episode they're fight please get me there they're edging me i just want to get off i just gotta be honest i was waiting i thought you were about to say that i was like he's gonna say i just want to get off this <laughs> got weird i thought it got weird 10 minutes ago talking well, about yeah, this. Yeah, but like, Thank you. Know. But no, uh, it's it's valid points um, about the fight, about pacing, which I feel like, yeah. especially if we decide to watch Z instead of Kai, when we get to Z Kai, we're going to have a lot to talk about pacing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Which, yeah, that's um, still... But I think this all comes yeah. from a place of like, I, if this is a show that's bad, I don't care that yeah. much about any of this stuff. Because I like Dragon Ball, I'm like, man, I just want these like little things to be ironed out. And it's like a show for me. You want, and I want shows to be made for me because that's what I like. You want to see a show <laughs> be good. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like a beat, not be good. Dragon Ball is good. I want it to be great. And there are these small flashes. I don't think there are many, that many things that are great. Like honestly, so like seeing these small flashes of where this greatness can be is where I'm going to be interested in talking about the show. Right, like this pacing problem is a Dragon Ball problem, and there are moments where it gets beaten, and you can see it get beaten. And that place is, that's incredible. Like, you're like, oh, fuck, that's so cool. Like, with the Yamcha versus Tien fight, it just moves. It's barely the full episode, that whole fight. And it goes, and you're like, oh, fuck, this is so cool. And that's Tien not going 100%. That's Yamcha going 100%. And it's fucking cool, because you're, like, caught up in the moment. You're caught in the fight. And then it ends, dramatically, Yamcha's defeat, and Tien being like, you're just like a fucking little baby compared to me, you bitch. <laughs> um and I'm like god that's fucking cool. 
Um, and so I want to see. I just want to see them get to the hundred percent, so I can get to the part where Goku smashes Tinsley and goes, "You're a little bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh yeah. Well, that'll be maybe next episode of World's Strongest Podcast. And it's like I said, we're gonna see how many episodes this fight goes on for. I think it's gonna be four, <laughs> but we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah. Indeed. But thank you, everyone, for joining us for this week's episode. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.